Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. This year, I believe um, the word like 2022 in, in the Hebrew language, every word has a number is the, the word voice. And I was reminded of that by God because I believe what God wants to do tonight is if there's been any sort of suppression or tuning, turning down of your voice, that God wants to turn that up tonight. Um, and really what I felt like what God wants to do is he wants to increase the clarity of his voice to you so that there's no longer any distortion of how you see yourself, how you see those you love most, but you can see life as he intended it, speak it, and then see it come to reality. That we're not living underneath what God has designed any longer, but we're going to see the purity of what God wants to do in you, in your life, come forth. So, we're gonna activate some things in you. <laughs> um, I get to step out and be your guinea pig, so I'm gonna go first, so no worries. <laughs> and then we're gonna have a great, powerful time afterwards of ministry and then celebrating in victory, I think, the party afterwards, right? Awesome, great. Um, thank you so much, worship team. Um, I love this, I would have you up the whole time, but I'll give you a little break. <laughs> All right. Yes, cheers. <clears throat> Yes. Um, so I, I feel quite the burden of this. And if you can turn the house lights up for me, I want to see people's faces a little bit more too. That'd be great. <clears throat> um, really, the, the title of my message tonight is quite simple. I, it's, are you listening? And this is a question I've had to talk to my three-year-old a lot about lately. <laughs> <laughs> Because the question isn't, do you hear? It's, are you listen listening? Because if you're actually listening, your response would be different, right? So are we actually listening to the voice of God in the way that he wants us to? And I think it, it first begins with us knowing that he actually does speak to us, right? You need to know for sure that God does speak to you. Who here has ever questioned if God speaks to you or not? It should be quite a few of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's normal. Don't worry. Uh, but we're built to interact with him directly. God built us for connection. And he built us to connect to him first and foremost, and obviously to connect with each other. And in John 10, 27, it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice. So we are his, he knows us, and our response, because we hear him as we follow him, right? And then in Isaiah 30, 21, it says, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. And I love this because it just made me think of how I go through walks through my neighborhood with my daughter. I don't walk in front of her because you know, who knows where she'd end up with that, right? I'm walking behind her so I can navigate for her. I can say, hey, watch out for that. You're going to fall. Hey, we're turning left and going this way. But God is our shepherd, and shepherds do that same thing. They walk behind to protect us, to guide us. And the voice isn't going to be obviously showing the way for us, which I think we want God to be doing oftentimes. <laughs> but it's that, that guidance, and you can trust that he's always going to be there and his voice will speak. And I like that it says, whenever I turn to the right or to the left, it's not about if you, like, what way you're going. He's going to be there, and he's going to guide you. Maybe you're going left, and he's like, oh, wait, no, no. We're going to go right now, right? It doesn't matter which way you go. His voice is still there. It's behind you to guide you. <clears throat> But there's even more. 
He's promised us that we get the mind of Christ. So we don't just have our own thoughts. We have his, his, the depth of his wisdom to share. In John 14, 26, it says, The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, all things, and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. <clears throat> so we have access to all of that. Okay? So this is our foundation. If you questioned it, hopefully this helps you to no longer question that you hear from God. And we have that depth of wisdom to walk out. But my journey in the hunger that I've had for learning to hear the voice of God, to step out, I had to believe that first. I was totally one of those people that when we had like someone prophetic come in, I'd be wearing the prophecy shirt, you know, the bright shirt. The eye, like, I would also try to do the eye contact, be like, see me, see me, hello, <laughs> I want the word, I want the word, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> but we get God speaking behind us all the time, we can be prophesying to ourselves, if you need a word from God, you have one, but are you listening, right? And it's to, we have to learn to trust when it's him versus when it's us, because we'll like to add our own desires in there. So that's really what I want to help sift through today, is sift out our human mixture from what we're hearing from God. We can, you know, people will say, God said, you'll be my husband, <laughs> or something. Just because, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that, that, <laughs> yes, you'll sometimes speak those things, but you have to sift through and wrestle with God to really know, is that my desire or is that yours? And in that wrestle is when we get closer to him. So something I've learned besides, okay, God built us to have connection to him. He speaks to us is that we need to be a student and a steward of God's word in all of its forms. So if you think about it, the word of the Lord, the Bible, everyone knows 100% guaranteed that's the word of the Lord. It says it in there, <laughs> right? That, that one, we don't have to question. But, and, and I think a lot of us know how to be a student of the word where we're studying it, but we also have to be a steward of that word, the logos word, the written word which means we're increasing and multiplying in it, its richness in our life. So we're studying it continually, right? Okay, the part where I know I had an, I, I'm continuing to grow in and I know is the biggest weakness for a lot of us is how do we steward the Rema word of God, the freshly spoken word of God? Are you a student? Are you studying what has been spoken over you? Are you stewarding that word so it's multiplying in your life and producing what it should be producing as far as the fruit. <laughs> so if you think about it, with that, we need to, whatever word's been spoken over us, we have to test them. We have to sift out the mixture when it's that freshly spoken word of God. That's the wrestle. That's, okay, God, show me again. Like, show me in your written word to affirm this. Show me, like, bring confirmation through someone else. Um, we have to ask for feedback if we're giving a word to know, like, is that actually God or not? And you can get that instant feedback if you're sharing it with someone by asking. Um, meditating on the word, so continuing to, re to rehearse it over our lives. Not just, like, if you got a word from Mike Maiden or, or Rex Crane or someone any time recently, do you have it written down somewhere that you're going back to over and over again? So it sinks into you. You rehearse the written word of God, but are you rehearsing the spoken word of God? That's gonna help you hear him more clearly. Right? And then, it, it, I think this is where our, like, the trust in God comes into play because God will speak certain things to us that we really, really do want. And are you okay to walk through things that could be disappointing with God knowing that he's good and the outcome is going to be victorious for us? Right? Like, for me, when I came into this house, my dad was a quadriplegic. His health was up and down. There was constantly like, are we gonna lose him now? 
are we going to lose him now? <laughs> are we going to lose him now? <laughs> going through that type of roller coaster, I felt like God was going to heal him. And I felt like it was a word from God. And then five years after he um, uh, became paralyzed, he passed away. But then God showed me on that day. I was at the beach, and he showed me. My dad used to be an athlete and a runner, and he showed me a vision of him being so happy that he could run again and hug and move about. He was no longer trapped in his body. It didn't look the way that I thought, so I was disappointed that it wasn't the way I wanted it to be. But a few weeks before that, God um, restored some things in my relationship with my dad, where he apologized for not being the spiritual leader in our family. So there was restoration that happened. That I, wasn't the way that I saw it, but it's the way that God designed it and how he worked that all for good. Right? So when we become a student and a steward of God's word, we're willing to go through those disappointments because we're with him and we know he's going to make it all work for our good. And it's not about us having the understanding at the beginning, but us continuing to walk with him and trust him in that. Okay? You guys with me? Okay, not too bad, ugly crying. Okay, I can. <laughs> so far, so good. All right. So the next big thing I've learned in hearing and, and stretching myself to hear God more clearly is that when you seek more of him, more of his voice, it's an adventure. So think about all the good adventures that are out there. You don't really know <laughs> where you're going. Like think about when you go on a hike for the first time, how long it feels on the way there. Because <laughs> you're looking at everything. There's a lot of unknown happening as you go about it. And that's really how it is with God when you hear his voice. There is a lot of unknown. But that's what makes it awesome. Like, when it's all spelled out, like, it's not as fun. It's not as cool to see how, when God does show up, how powerful that is. Um, and I think actually the reason why he does this is it breaks in us any sort of spirit of control that we have. <laughs> right? And also overthinking. Because <laughs> if, if you're trying to figure it all out, you're not going to be enjoying the scenery around you. You're not enjoying the process on this adventure with God. Um, and it also is what allows us to, to get to know his heart. You're, you're reliant on him in this. So we have like the best navigator ever on this adventure, which is God, because he's with us. And he's given us great tools. I call them like our navigation tools as we go about the adventure uh, of our lives and hearing his voice. And those are the gifts of the Spirit. And they extend beyond that. It's not just the nine that's written in scripture. There's so much more. He uses all of our senses to speak to us. He uses creation to speak to us. Um, <clears throat> and I think what's cool <clears throat> about how God speaks to us on this adventure is that it really unlocks the creativity in us too as we go about this. Because we can't be so boxed in on an adventure. When it's too rigid, it, it's, really, it's really no fun when it's that way. I used to be very um, uh, like performance oriented. I come from a competitive swimming background. My dad, like I said, was an athlete, which is great. I loved those years of my life. But when it came to my walk with God, I wanted the training program. I wanted the harsh, like, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Come on. Let's go dominate this, right? <laughs> but God's not really about going about our lives that way. He wants us to enjoy the journey, too. So <laughs> when we're um, working with, like, sharpening how we use those navigation tools, you're going to have to to be okay with being a little bit flexible in it. So, I'm going to go into three of like the three of the primary gifts that um, God gives us in how he hears our voice. 
words of knowledge, which is really basically what God has done in our lives. And um, it, it's something specific about us that only he could know that opens the door to our hearts to know that God sees us in the moment for him then to do something like speak a prophetic word or um, bring a miraculous healing or to bring um, a, a word of wisdom. So strategy around something. Okay. So these all are the, the tools in and of themselves while they're really awesome, um, are supposed to drive us to that connection with God. So it's not about the tools that we have. It's about the navigator who's with us. That's that voice behind us. Okay? So that's all that they're there for. So in Acts um, 2, 17 through 19, so you don't just take my word for it. We can go to the, <laughs> the word. Um, this is what I will do in the last days, which is now. <laughs> Basically, since the day of Pentecost, we're in the last days. Um, <laughs> I will pour out my spirit on everybody. So God is with us, again, confirming that. And cause your sons and daughters to prophesy, and your young men to see visions, and your old men will experience dreams from God. The Holy Spirit will come upon all of my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. I will reveal startling signs and wonders in the sky above and mighty miracles in the earth below. So this is what I was saying before. God uses, yes, the gifts, but he goes beyond that. The miracle signs and wonders within creation. So it's in the heavens. It's on the earth. All of this gets unlocked with God as we navigate through life with him and begin to really trust that we're listening and go in this journey of building our connection with him by sharpening our, our capacity to study and steward the spoken word of God. Okay? So with prophetic words, like it says, we're all meant to prophesy. But I think we can get this one a little bit mixed up. And yes, prophecy is encouragement, which is important, but it's, it's more than that too. There's really three key parts of what um, prophecy um, is that's mentioned in scripture. In 1 Corinthians 14.3, it says, when someone prophesies, they speak to encourage, like I said. They speak to build them up, very similar to encouragement. I think it's interesting that it's said twice. So this is all building up. It's bringing us more into that um, true nature of who we are meant to be as God sees us. And then it's also for comforting. And these are things that aren't just far off. It's meant to help change us now. So the, if you want to test if it's prophetic, it's those three things. But it's speaking to the now or the future. And I think sometimes we, we want to be like the 10-year pr prophetic word, but most words are like now we're within like the next year or two years when they're truly a word from God. Because he knows we can't go, like sometimes we need those enduring words that are the long ones, but the majority of words we'll get will be for our current situation or in the, the near future. Um, and I loved um, your message this Sunday about praying in um, praying in tongues, and how that really is just such a, um, a powerful gift for us to activate, and not just speak directly to God in that perfect prayer language, but also confuse the enemy. But I think it's interesting, the partnership of the prophetic word with praying in tongues, because the prophetic word is what sets on fire all the other ones. It activates them so that we can, again, come more into that pure version version of who God made us to be, okay? All right. You guys with me so far? All right. I hope, I hope that I'm stirring up some hunger for you on this journey um, for yourself to really just dive into this more. Like, I love what um, God has done just in, I think it's been about four to five years where I've really just been like, okay, God, I want to, I want to know that I'm hearing you. I want to step out and, and see you use this gift in my life more. And, and test it. And so it's fun to see what he does in that. Um, and one of the key things that I, I've realized, too, in that journey is that we need to be motivated by love and all of this. So in 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 2, it says, If I were to speak with eloquence in earth many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels, yet didn't I express myself with love, 
My words would be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing more than a clinging symbol. If I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets and possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains but have never learned to love, I am nothing. So being the you know, high-performing person that I am from my swimming background, I wanted all those things, you know. I wanted to speak with, you know, supernatural knowledge. <laughs> Unending. Like, I, or, you know, being able to move mountains with my gift of faith. Like the things that you read in the Word. And yes, we, want, we need those things, but if the motivation of them is not love, or nothing. And then it also says in um, Colossians 3.14 that love is actually a sign of our maturity. For love is supreme and must flow through each and every of these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity. So while I'm trying to stir the hunger for you guys to step into this, know that the motivation does just have to be love. Because God is love. We need to be doing this because we want to grow in our connection to God. We want to grow in connection to people. We want to see the fullness of what God wants to do here come to life. Right? And so if, it none, if this is not done out of that motivation of love, we're not in alignment with what God's heart really is. So we're not going to see these things come to pass the way we want to. So this leads me to the last um, point that I have, and we'll go into actually activating this um, for all of you, for all of us together, because I'm included in this one. I get to, like I said, I'll go first. <laughs> Is we have to walk when we're trying to hear God's voice clearly, making sure that we're listening. We have to walk in attention of unified partnership with him, so doing with God, and in <clears throat> and in resting with God, so being with him, allowing ourselves to step back and pull away from doing. So I tend to be more on this side of the camp (laughs) of like, I want to do some great things for God. Like in the past, like the way that I've given, the way that I've uh, like financially, the way that I've given words is like trying to earn my significance in this. Like I'm proving that I'm God's by doing this. Versus, again, coming from being filled to overflow with God's love. So unified partnership with God is becoming more and more like him. So it's not earning this at all. It's, it's knowing when I end and he begins. Giving him room to move in a situation in our lives. Stepping back, even though we're going about life, and being like, okay, God, like here's the little that I can do. Like if you think of the... Um, five loaves and two fish, that miracle. Here's what little I have, God. Bless this. And then see how in that he comes and steps in and the miraculous happens. So in unified partnership with God, we're going to see more things flow because we're humble enough to know when we end, but we're bold enough to be like, all right, God, now you step in. <laughs> right? In, in this, we, we get to... Um, be obedient, which is what, you know, God says is better than sacrifice. That obedience is where we get to step out and, and actually test, okay, is what I heard truly from God? And then from that, we go to the other side of it, which is that resting in God. And this is what God's been speaking to me, because like I said, that's more my natural tendency is the doing. This is where God has me a lot right now, (laughs) which is resting with God. And this is where in that place of rest, you're pulling away from doing and you're seeking God's presence. But what I find interesting is, and God was teaching me a lot about this in the 15 days I was waiting for my, my baby to be born. She was post due 15 days. So I had a lot of resting time. Uh, <laughs> where... If you think about waiting, waiting is typically for something to begin or for you to complete something. You're waiting for the time for the completion. Resting is because you've completed a work. 
And God wants us to rest with him because he is finished. Everything. So we celebrate the victories that God has. Right? We get to celebrate the victories with him. When we rest with him. And this is where you grow in intimacy with him. You learn to discern the difference between his voice and your desires or someone else's voice or a circumstance. And this is where God, I think, sharpens us the most because we then become really clearly seen as his kids. Think about like in scripture, it talks about when Jesus went up onto the mountain and prayed and like his face would shine right? We don't necessarily always have to take like five days on a mountaintop, though that might be nice (laughs) to connect with God and really rest with him. (laughs) But it's those little moments of shifting a focus of being like, okay, I'm pulling back my desire to control the situation so you can step in. And my heart is always in that posture of rest. And we walk that tension of the two. Okay. So this is what produces a knowing of what moves his heart. And it also this is where I've had the most victory too. It allows us to break any sort of performance or religious spirit in us. When we can truly rest in what God wants to do. And then from that, we get to have overflow in our our souls. So we're operating with that pure motive. Because like I said before, every prophetic word someone else speaks, we wanna make sure that as much as possible, it's simply amening what God has already spoken to us. Right? Because it's that much more intimate when it's something God's already spoken that someone will affirm and and um, confirm through speaking over us. Okay. So this is the fun part. So, to step out into this, I want to create a time for us to encounter God in this way and speak into um, how we partner with God in that unified partnership and how we go into that rest too. So, my desire again is that as we do this, that I'm going to help each and every one of you that are hungry to hear God's voice more clearly, to activate in that, and to demonstrate some of the things I've talked about. Like I said, I'll be your guinea pig happily. (laughs) We'll see what happens. And then give you guys a moment to really rest with God so you can hear from him yourself. If you're hungry for a word of God, like I loved what we did earlier, just pressing in for seeing that plundering, seeing that turnaround, but for God to speak into it intentionally for you. And I believe that we're going to awaken in this house a prophetic voice in each of us because we need that. God has a unique expression of each of us, uh, within each of us, where he wants that to flow through. And if we don't have your voice, we miss that facet of God. So we need everyone to be stirred up in this so that fire can fall in this city. Okay? So, all right. Some things that God has given me word-wise for you guys. I tend to get words in advance, and then we'll see how else God flows, but I even felt it again um, during um, worship, and that's why I think I have a little bit of a scratchy throat today, is I felt like someone has been having pain with speaking or a sore throat. Is that anyone in here? And if not, that's totally fine. Ah, yes, Amy. All right, yeah, your voice. Really what I felt like that God wanted to speak to you is that you feel like your voice doesn't matter. And you've been questioning your authority to see change in your life. And there's been moments where I feel like I just, like what you've seen over yourself is like you're just a doormat. But what God sees is just a crowned, daughter of the king I just see you robed really with like the staff in your hand crown on your head and his robe on you and I just see if you God's saying to you if you will trust me and if you will speak the things that you've heard me whisper that your life 
and your voice will carry a roar with it. And you're going to see things turn around. And I'm, like I said, I'm your guinea pig. So if this isn't any one of you, one of the things that I want you to know is if you step out, like I said, God works all things together for good. So you'll know in those moments, okay, that didn't land. All right, that wasn't you, God. <laughs> so I'll be learning. So it's good. So no shame here. Like I said, I want feedback in this because then I know it's God or I know it's me and I can sift out all that mixture. Um, the other person I, I felt God wanted to highlight was someone who's had some pain in their left wrist and maybe sometimes wears like a brace for that. Oh, I see. I saw two hands. Yeah, yeah, left. Awesome, two of you. Well, really what I felt like with this was for, for both of you, that God is unlocking a creativity. Are either one of you a writer? Yeah? Yeah. So then for you, I felt like <laughs> there's creativity he's unlocking. There's the, there, I, I see books. Not just one, but a couple. And you haven't written one yet, I don't think. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> but I see that there's books and it's, it's an unleashing of the creativity. And just to know, like, don't question, like, the profitability of these things, but do this with God. Unwrap what God's placed in you, and you're going to see just things flourish in your life as you do this. And this, I don't normally do this, but <laughs> you're not married, are you? Yeah. And I see just in this, what God's going to do in your heart is that, and that creativity and learning how to be intimate with God in a new way because I, I think that there's you've been feeling God pull on your heart a little bit in this but you're going to grow so close to him that in this journey there's going to be a divine partnership like an editor or someone in that that's going to come in and she's going to be that partner for you to help you walk through that again I, I, I give you guys freedom in this house because we're family if that if that like give me feedback on that so I know and then for you, I just see just joy coming back to you. There's unleashing of creativity that as you do that, joy is going to return to you. Have you been struggling with depression or just any anxiety or none of that? Okay, good. Well, I see really what the mark is. It's the joy that's in you. I think why I see that is the joy that's in you is meant to break depression and that heaviness and that grief that might be within your family. But you're going to be able to just create such an atmosphere of joy that that can't stand wherever you go. Okay. Yeah. Again, at the end, please come bring me feedback to you. <laughs> I'm happy to keep growing in that. Um, all right, this next one. <clears throat> um, I felt like God gave me a specific date. <clears throat> during worship today, and it's March 22nd of 2017. Is that a significant date for anybody? I think it could have been, I saw either like, um, like a, a marriage or um, I saw um, like a child being born. And if not, it's cool. I'm learning too. Um, and then I saw, um, is there someone in here or is this a family member of yours that's named Emily? Two? Okay. <clears throat> um, so you, you guys can tell me if which one of this is this for, if it's not for both of you. Um, are you named Emily? Your mom? And your, your niece? <clears throat> so for your mom, what I feel like God is saying is that joy is returning to her. Um, 
and that there's been just like a heaviness and depression and God's been meeting her in that secret place. So for you to know, like he's, he's got her. And I see just for you that there's been a, a bit of um, tension in your relationship with her. Is that true? Recently? There's restoration coming, and I see that it's created a lot of heaviness for you, a lot of sleepless nights, not just because of the baby, <laughs> but that's been weighing on you even more, and just what you want to see happen in the future for for you and your family and the legacy and the relationship you want her to have with, with your babies. And just know that The legacy that you carry, there's a mantle that she has that you haven't seen in its pureness yet, but God's bringing out restoration for that. And that's something that she's walked with, but you're gonna run with. And I think that's in the area of just like, I see like just an enduring spirit too. God's going to unlock some amazing things. And as that restoration happens, which it will happen, it's going to come with peace and it's going to come with an ease. So you can just release those cares and anxieties that you've been feeling. Enjoy this moment. And there's going to be just such a beautiful celebration for you guys and your family and new legacies of just great like and that enduring spirit I see is, is something where like you guys are like the pillars in whatever community that you're in and it's flourishing in every area in relationships and finances and all of that and then um, for your niece um, named Emily I feel like just God gave me a picture of um, him, re him redeeming the rainbow and that that means that promises are true. And I don't normally get this word, but he woke me up in the middle of the night. I think it was for her about, I don't know if this is true or not, so if I'm wrong, but if she struggled with any sort of identity issues or even just like sexual orientation or any of that, that God's meeting her with what pure love looks like. And you're gonna, for you, I think you've questioned a lot of if God speaks and he's using this just to help bring confirmation that he does speak to you and there's gonna be redemption there. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I, I share those not to like be like, yay, me, but to be like, if you ask God for specifics, he'll give them have to step out to see and it's a growing continuing journey it's not a transaction he's not a vending machine God for like prophetic words but it's to establish that relationship so that's why I say with those words I've given you steward them continue to test them give me feedback <laughs> ask God for um, more clarity for even more because the prophetic is just partial but there's more he's going to reveal if we lean in and to him Okay, so now what I want to do for everybody, because like I said, I want everyone to be able to hear from God. I think one of the keys we do that is in rest. And so there's a song that I think is for the last year, year and a half, I just keep going back to. And um, even like when we came out here last year, just for a trip before we knew we were moving here, we were playing this album and on our road trip as we drove out here. And I think that you're gonna find that when you actually can get still. So I don't want you to pray as we do this. I just want you to simply ask God a question and be still. You can stand, you can sit, you can kneel, whatever you feel led to do to get in that place of stillness and let God speak to you. 
And we need those still moments to then go do with God, right? So we'll do this. Um, and then if you feel like you are reaching a blockage, we'll have the ministry team up here so we can help guide you through it. Again, we're not going to spoon feed you a word, but we're going to help you get there. Okay? Sound good? All right. So get in your position. <laughs> God has fun in the process too, right? So however you want him to speak to you. And you guys can play the song for me.
we just so thank you. We praise you. We celebrate you. We felt the touch from God in that. Awesome. And if you were feeling distracted in that or like you didn't really get the chance to be able to get into a place of flow. Like I said, we'll have the ministry team here, but I want to have everyone stand up and with a word or without a word from God directly. We're going to turn up the energy in the room a little bit. (laughs) And I just want us to get in that place of joy and praise. So I know it's a bit of a, we have a nice soft, smooth song. But our God is so powerful, and He is so close, and He is speaking, but are we listening? So, we thank you, God, that you so love us. We praise you, Lord, for your goodness. We celebrate what you have done, and I declare just new joy awakening in each of us, which is the grace recognized on our life, that you are with us, that you speak to us, that we get to activate every part of the plan you have for us in this life. So we thank you for that, God. Awesome. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.